How's it going? So, pubs are open again. People are proving their stupidity. What a time to be alive. This episode's quite timely because something that's been happening a lot when we were in lockdown because people are bored. And what I'm talking about is cancel culture. So, let's get ready for hashtag Grace Hall is over parter. <laughs> So, most people who are on social media regularly are familiar with cancel culture. And cancel culture is essentially just the concept of someone does something wrong, a hashtag starts trending about it, the more people hear about it, the more they become convinced that they can cancel this person. Cancel meaning if they're selling products, you don't buy them anymore, you boycott any media they might appear in, you make sure that everyone knows about what they've done. Now, this has happened to quite a few people uh, along the course of lockdown and I've not really got the time and nor do you have the patience for me to list them all because there's someone being cancelled every week by this point and I think it's kind of testament to internet culture in that someone's being cancelled one week and then the next day another person's being cancelled You press on the hashtag trying to figure out what this person's done only to be spammed by K-pop videos and fan cams. And it is an interesting one because obviously this has only arisen due to the internet and it's in the past few years it's really taken storm. And yet I struggle to think of anyone who has been definitively (laughs) cancelled. Now, a big part of cancel culture took hold in the YouTube beauty community a few years ago. For those unfamiliar, I'll just summarise. A horrible human being by the name of Jeffree Star, who is all over YouTube and Instagram and has a very successful cosmetics company, who I, I will admit I have bought from, had a very public falling out with a few people he had once considered friends in the beauty community, so other beauty YouTubers by the names of Manny MUA, Nikita Dragon, Gabriel Zamora and Laura Lee. Now, big part of cancel culture ties in with stan culture and for those who don't know what a stan is, I'm very jealous of you, good for you, but Um, It essentially comes from Eminem's song and it's essentially like a super fan of someone, a stan, a stalker. But Jeffree Star stands off it to cancel these people for an alleged slight against him and therefore unearth past racist tweets, tweets using slurs and just things done in bad taste. Now, Jeffree Star's gotten into more shit recently and it seems to be a recurring theme and the thing about cancel culture is I don't think it works whatsoever the entire concept of cancelling 
makes sense in essence, in theory, but not in practice, because these people did get dropped from sponsorships, they did end up disappearing from the public eye for a while, but they're all back now, and as more people get cancelled, their previous cancellation is brushed under the rug. And rarely is there ever a definitive cancellation, like Kevin Spacey, for example, is less a matter of internet cancellation and more in fact of this guy is a literal predator, like he needs to fucking get out, like, (laughs) don't get me started on the fact that he thought it was remotely acceptable to use being gay as an excuse for predatory behaviour, I'm not even going to get started. But recently, a number of YouTubers have been embroiled in scandals relating to content that they made quite a while ago. And my opinion is there are few people who should just be ignored, right? Just straight up ignored. And the thing with cancellation is it's this huge fanfare, but I think that people like Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson are a great example of making an apology without accountability and then doing the same shit month, a year later. An apology only really counts if you take personal responsibility and an effort to educate yourself and change. And that is the important thing about cancel culture, is that if I have a friend who comes out with something that I consider to be inflammatory problematic is the word usually used even though I would say everyone has said something problematic and if you think you haven't you're delusional or a fucking liar right but your friend says something problematic you will turn to them and say I think you need to be careful about what you're saying here because it could be taken quite negatively although that sounds quite formal you'd be like you want to be careful what you're saying otherwise you're going to get fucking (laughs) cancelled but Point being, the best way to change these behaviours is to educate people and promote genuine change rather than virtue signalling. These people on social media, these celebrities who've been cancelled, I think Camilla Cabello, if that's how you say it, please don't cancel me. (laughs) Um, She came under fire for having very, very racist posts on an old Tumblr account and using racial slurs. And her apology kind of reeked of, I'm sorry that you were offended by this. And obviously, the point I would make here is that often it is not the place of white people to dictate how black people feel about that slur being used. It's not really your place to forgive someone for the use of a slur you're not affected by. But the point that I would make is, in other cases where it's not quite as clearly defined, it would be better to tell the person why what they've said could be wrong and give them something that they can actually use to educate themselves moving forward in order to make a genuine change and therefore an actual apology. Because otherwise, what is the fucking point? (laughs) People are being cancelled every other week and yet in a month's time they'll be back, and in a month's time they'll be cancelled again. It is a prime example of temporary change at best, and the peop- it often means that the people who do deserve to genuinely be cut off from 
profit and having a platform because they do not deserve it, will never be cut off from it because they know that cancel culture is so temperamental. And it's all very much rooted in basic psychological theory, so strap yourself in for a lesson in psychology with grace. That degree wasn't worth nothing. So one thing I've studied is learner's just world theory and essentially what that is is a theory rooted in the fact that people need to believe that they live in a just world. Cancellation occurs because people think that in an ideal world if someone with a huge platform who gets huge profit is doing the wrong thing they should be removed from the platform and the profit. Now this is true, this would be ideal. However, small infringements, small infractions are now being viewed as essentially fuel to the fire of wiping them off the map within a matter of seconds. And often these mistakes are mistakes we all make but because we don't have a platform we won't get slated to fuck over it. Now I am not referring to things like blackface, not okay, never been okay, stop telling me it was a different time on the internet, it's always been fucking stupid and horrible. But I'm referring to (laughs) simple mistakes that we are all equally guilty of, but for whatever reason we think that because this person has some semblance of fame and power, that in a just world they should be dealt their due karma. And karma is just one of the (laughs) it very much makes me think of the single mum on the council estate type thing of me my kids don't need anyone anymore fuck all of you karma will get you right like i don't think that word means what you think it means but point aside we're not living in an ideal world sadly But the process of Just World Theory starts off as such. People want to believe that they're living in a safe, stable and orderly world where bad things happen to bad people and good things happen to good people. People blame the victims of misfortune to protect themselves from feeling vulnerable and therefore are operating under the assumption that people get what they deserve and deserve what they get. Now, I came across this specific theory when I did an essay in university on victim blaming in cases of sexual assault, and this theory does ring true. I think that you you want to believe that these things happen to people who deserve it, because then it means that these things won't happen to you. So, when we cancel someone, we're doing it under the assumption that Well, they deserve what they get because bad things happen to bad people and because they've done a bad thing, we should cancel them. But then we also seem to forget that if we sat in a room at a family gathering, how many things are said that would have every member of your family at a barbecue fucking cancelled before anyone's even had the first pint? Now, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure three quarters of that barbecue would be (laughs) cancelled and I think that people need to stop looking at this kind of mass hysteria approach to holding people accountable and just actually hold them accountable the way you should people in day-to-day life 
if someone has done something wrong that isn't extremely malicious or harmful to a group and yet again I'd like to reiterate I'm not talking about racism because in my opinion yes people do need to be educated on it but white people need to stop acting as though they can answer for other people's pain and suffering that aside other mistakes you only learn from mistakes if you are taught how to approach them how to learn from them how to educate yourself on it you don't just suddenly make a mistake and then realize it yourself often these are mistakes people make repeatedly and unless they are told and i'm not saying it's anyone's responsibility but oftentimes until someone is told this this might be offensive because of this or that's quite hurtful because of that they have no fucking idea and they're just going to do it again if you cancel them they're going to come out with the notes app with a bullshit apology saying that was the old me i was in a dark place right and they're going to do a similar thing in future because they don't see what they've done as wrong because they've done it they've been cancelled and there's this massive lapse in judgment in between where they don't quite know what it is that they fucked up (laughs) and on the other end of the spectrum there are so many people who do deserve to have the platforms taken from them But do not, because, as I've said, in most cases, cancellation is so temporary that they know they can just get back up and go again. Jake Paul and Logan Paul. At what point, right, did it become just accepted that Logan Paul literally filmed somebody who had died by suicide, put it up on YouTube, and yet is still allowed to have his YouTube account? still allowed to be promoted on youtube still making money jake paul is just fucking jesus with with a brother like his it was hardly surprising that he turned out a fucking knob right but again another person and the thing about shane dawson is that he kind of created this persona of i want to help everyone i'm like so depressed and anxious and i'm poor right you are not remotely poor like whatsoever but that aside, he also gave platforms to people who have just fucked up continually with not a single sign of remorse, like Tana Mojo or however the fuck you say her name, and Jeffree Star. And these big internet personas are going to attract a lot of scrutiny. When you get to a certain following on social media, everything you post, every video, everything you're caught doing is put under a fucking microscope and we need to stop putting people up on pedestals as unproblematic jenna marbles quit youtube it was this entire concept of people holding her up as the unproblematic youtuber that led her to the point where she felt like she had to air out all of her own past transgressions in order to move on people make mistakes we're human we've all said shit that we regret or that we know is wrong and people don't want to admit that about about themselves which is why they're kind of so vitriolic about cancelling people and it's also the same reason why some fans of those being cancelled are so fucking adamant that they don't deserve cancellation 
you know, it's a, a two-way street. On the one side, you've got people who want to cancel these individuals out of a bit of self-guilt. And on the other side, you've got people who, because they feel guilty that they've done similar things, deny that cancellation should be an option. <laughs> and before you know it, half the internet's been cancelled in a matter of a month and we'll all be back to fucking normal in a week. But I think the lockdown has just proven this in its entirety because there had not been a single week where I had browsed through Twitter just looking for some random crap to entertain myself and not seen a hashtag whoever is over party or hashtag whoever is cancelled or just their name. There is always some shit, right? Always. And nine times out of ten, I'm looking through the posts and I'm thinking, what? <laughs> what? Like, you've probably got people in your office who say worse than that, but you're not going to HR about it, are you? You know, it's, the internet just gives people this weird god complex about who they feel has a right to do what. You don't have ownership over celebrities, you don't have ownership over internet celebrities, because the term celebrity clearly doesn't mean jack shit anymore. But all of this is rooted in this kind of belief that it's possible to predict and control events. If we can cancel people for bullshit we think is wrong or worth cancellation, then we have control over the events that follow. It makes us feel better about ourselves. But the problem with that is it puts more importance on character traits rather than facts of a situation. If we weigh things up properly, rarely does it deserve that kind of scrutiny. And if people put as much energy into cancelling people every week as they did to human rights movements, Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ+, talking about the crisis going on in Yemen, it's, there's so much going on in the world and people slate on social media for things like cancel culture and all of this, but we have a lot of power in what we have at our fingertips and people are just using it for bullshit, like absolute bullshit. Get on your phone, sign those petitions, I know you think they're bullshit, but a lot can come from them. In America, police departments are changing, the policing system is changing and people are actually starting to take notice of shit that matters. Forget your hashtag person is over parter, right? Forget your K-pop fan cams. Can you please put your energy into shit that matters? Or, if you still want to get on your cancel fucking train, at least try and educate people before you slap a universal ban on them. Okay? Because I'm sure that Melvin Lerner, when he did his Just World hypothesis or Just World theory, didn't think that it would be applied to Twitter in the future. But here we are, Melvin. You've done it, pal. You've officially made it into Gen Z culture. So good for you. Stop with the bullshit. Put your energy where it counts. And have a good one. <laughs>